Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Created Listening Podcast. Woo. This Thank is you. woo. Hey Lucas. Hey. hey. I am Chris Berkheimer, one of your hosts, and with me, as always, my co-host, Luke Laris. Yeah. How's it going, Luke? It's going good. Going good? All right. How are you? I, I'm doing fantastic. We just put a picture on Twitter of my Valentine's Day present from Bethany, and I'm pretty happy about it. It's my Avenger Time shirt. Luke Luke isn't the biggest fan of Avengers or Adventure Time, but he appreciates them both, I think. All together. Yeah. Another shirt. Yes. And with us today, we have, once again, Ian Anderson. Ooh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Ian. Hello. This is your second time. Yeah, Welcome back. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. And, uh... Back from the grave, or locked in my closet, I think, is where he was yeah. last time. Dustin West. I'm here. How Dustin West is here. It's a miracle <laughs> he still wants to record with us after I know. tying chains so fun. Dustin, you didn't listen to episode five, did you? No, I didn't. No, we talked about tying you up in the closet. Dang it. Oh, wow. That was our excuse for where you were. <laughs> um, well, this is our post-Valentine's Day show, but we are going to talk about relationships and fiction today. <gasps> I think Luke is looking forward to talking about anti-relationships today, yes. though. Yes, uh, the anti-couple stuff. So that'll be our third segment today. That's our main topic. Uh, believe it or not, guys, I know this is going to surprise you. We did not get any tweets about today's episode. No way. So just relax. It's okay. This is the only time that's ever happened. Oh, just kidding. Really? <laughs> no. Oh. We have gotten one tweet for Sweet. from the tweet director. From, from a film director, though, the guy who directed... Um, Clean Flicks. Clean Flicks. Thank you, yeah. Dustin. Nice. Yeah. Tweet us. Please. Tweet us. Yeah. Somebody besides him, because if we don't talk about clean flicks, he won't tweet us. Right. No. <laughs> Maybe we should hashtag clean flicks to everything. Yeah. Every yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, just talk about clean flicks and everything. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That's gonna be our running joke. There has to be a clean flicks mention like every episode. Awesome. <laughs> um. Well, today I guess now is as good a time as any because we have a few things to preface. So our third segment will be about relationships and our second segment stay tuned for that um because we're going to talk a little bit about community that's all i'll say for now um but we have some exciting stuff coming up for that and uh but right now before we get to our one news story we just want to say that uh we we have developed a few fans some people have told me that i didn't know we're listening to the podcast that they listen and we got a re um, review up on iTunes and a few mm -hmm. other things. So we're building a small but loyal fan base. And we want our fan base to be involved. And we're interested in having anybody who wants to come on the show on the show. I think well, we're just all... Just about anybody. Just about anybody, yeah. yeah. We, w we want people who are interested in the things we talk about. And especially somebody that um, maybe likes some stuff that we don't as much. Uh, nerdy stuff. I'm going to use the example of anime. Ian likes anime, but not all of it. I love anime. Ian loves anime. <laughs> um, I don't know about manga, but I, I guess I'd be willing to talk to somebody about that. Um, I've never heard or, of it. Or some different music experts. Manga is um, basically Japanese comic books. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, somebody, even somebody that's really interested in horror movies, because I don't think all of us are, oh. look a little... <laughs> Maybe, because didn't you say, Luke, if it has zombies in it, you'll watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, but maybe somebody that likes old school vampire movies, or I don't know. If if you're a nerd about something and you want to come on the show, we're we're open to that. Especially if you're not a young, white, Christian male, because that seems to be all we have on the show. Speak for um, yourself. Yeah. I'm we're, an old man. I'm kidding. Yes. Uh, I would love, let's go to Texas State and we'll find like an Indian woman 
who... Yay! Can we yes. abduct you? We want to... Yes. Who doesn't know what well, a TV Well, actually, to use an apt example, we want to be like community. We, we need a Shirley and a, and a Jeff and an Abed and uh, a... We need um, a Pierce. There we go. Yes. yes. An old man. Oh, man. Oh, I would love Pierce to have... this out there. You're welcome. Yes. 70 and I... over? No, he's not 70. He's like... 60. I don't know how old he is. Yeah, I can't Well, we have a friend, Randall, that we go to church with, and I don't know if you guys know this, but you know Randall has seen like every major rock band in concert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Randall's oh, wow. actually over 50. Um, so maybe have him on sometime. He's he's seen Pink Floyd, uh, Phil Collins, just a lot of I love using famous his keyboards. Bands. He plays yeah. keyboards. Yeah, we've talked oh. a little bit about Randall. Randall's a good friend of mine. Anyways, uh, but we have one news story. I think Dustin out of anybody, is the most excited about. So, Dustin, why don't you bring up our news story today? All right. So, um, I, I'm just going to read the, the, the introduction that ABC News gives. <clears throat> With a blinding flash and a booming shockwave, <laughs> a meteor blazed across the western Siberian sky Friday and exploded with a force of 20 <laughs> atomic bombs, injuring more than 1,000 people as it blasted out windows and spread panic in a city of 1 million. I think they had an intern write this story. Yeah, I know. Basically, if you haven't heard, a uh, meteor exploded over Russia today. An intern yeah. a little hyped up on Valentine's candy. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so the meteor over Russia today, um, there's a lot of videos on it on YouTube showing it. There are. Luke found some pretty good ones already, yeah. Luke, did you want to say something? Because I I can tell you already want to correct us. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, uh, all this this crap happens in Russia all the time. Right. Really weird stuff that ends up on YouTube, so Uh, it's just... I think it was pretty interesting though because we watched some of the videos and the meteor never hit the ground. Right. But the shock wave like blew the side of a factory open yeah. and busted oh, yeah, some windows. Yeah, knocked out a wall. Yeah, it said it, it exploded about 15 miles above the ground actually. What was yeah. the estimate like Which, weight of how heavy it was? Yeah, it, it said um, it, it was the size of a bus. But it weighed an estimated seven thousand tons. Seven thousand. That's seven thousand like, tons. That's tons. like if it was the size of the bus, I think I could believe that because of the metals yeah, that meteors yeah, carry. Very dense. Yeah, wow, they're very dense. Crazy. I, they're still exaggerating. Hey, the yeah. nukes, Forty thousand miles an hour. That's pretty. Crazy. If it had hit ground, though, the people. Yeah. Yeah. If it had hit ground, the people that know this kind of stuff that's the meteors would have scrambled towards it because I know a meteor the size of like a basketball you can sell for like $45,000 oh, because yeah. of what's inside of it. Wow. Yeah. Um, but the, there's a lot of money in meteors actually. Yeah. So the crazy thing is is it says that um, there's actually an asteroid that like was surprisingly close to Earth that's yeah. passing today. There's like 17,000 miles 150 foot asteroid but they say there's no connection. I don't <laughs> see how that's possible. A conspiracy but. theory. Totally. Mm, it's yeah. probably global warming. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Luke's global warming. Wow. I love it. Luke's According not... to Birdemic, it's global warming. Luke's a, a big science nerd, but he doesn't seem too impressed by all this. No. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, see, here's the thing. This this size of asteroid, it, it happens. Yeah. Every, you know, it's just not where there's people living. Usually. Right. Well, and uh, I think it said... 
it was a once in every hundred year type of event where right. a populated area has a meteor explode over it. But the videos, I think all of us earlier were geeking out over the videos because there were some pretty cool it was really yeah. sweet. videos. So, um, Luke, maybe we can go on YouTube and find some of the better ones and link to them. Yeah, maybe. We can do that. Nah, actually, I think <laughs> everybody knows about this by now. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Me and Dustin didn't. Uh, no, well, you both live didn't. under rocks. According okay. to Luke, but since I was at work all day, I was hidden under a rock. Yeah, and you need to remove that rock. <laughs> you were under a meteor that fell in the middle of San Marcos years ago. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, and we're um, we we've been a little silent lately with um, online and everything, and it's because we're in my new apartment, and we won't say when, but I'm about to get married very soon, less than a month. Yes. Um, but Woo! Bethany, all right. Bethany and I are getting a new apartment, uh, which the photo of me in my shirt, that's where it is. But um, just to kind of give you some life up updates, uh, that's kind of what's been going on. So we'll we'll try and get back in the swing of things. But Luke, Ian, Dustin, anything you want to tell the people that's been going on? Not much. Uh, got a new job. Yeah. Cleaning Woo. the biggest pool in yeah. San Marcos. <laughs> nice. I'm excited. It's a massive pool. Who's that? Oh, wait, I, I want somebody, Ian, guess how many gallons does the biggest pool in San Marcos hold? Because yeah. I'm pretty impressed by this. I have no idea. Just guess. Luke? No. I don't even have it. I'm going to have a stupid guess. It's going right. to be like, it's more than 10, less than 500,000. <laughs> it is 500,000. No, okay, wait. Is it like no. 300,000 gallons? Okay, that's really big. No, it's... It's yeah. 225,000 gallons. It's a quarter of an acre. Which but, is pretty yeah... It's a it's a giant pool. Wow! I just you think of that in milk jugs, way. though. I do. Like one gallon oh, of milk, yeah. two hundred twenty-five thousand gallons of milk. <laughs> I'm thinking of like it's yes. a lot of cows. A milk pool that would be the a milk best. Pool. That'd be disgusting. Uh, dude. Well, it'd hide all the hair and other crap. No, wouldn't it? Would show okay. because the well, water's then, white. It'll also turn yellow. Can you imagine? <laughs> Goggles would be useless after one hot day. A soured milk pool. Okay. Okay. okay no, how about it, an indoor chocolate? Milk pool. Well, really want a hot, style. like yeah, the size cool. of a hot tub, though, but not heated. Just, you okay. know, something like that big. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, just get a big straw and sit in it and drink. No, a, will it, like, <laughs> a, a, hot, a hot chocolate tub. That would be pretty cool. If it was really a hot chocolate That's what tub. we were talking about. But he said not heated. I said yeah, not I heated because I like too. cold chocolate milk. But hot, a hot cocoa tub. Oh, hot snap. cocoa tub would be pretty sweet. Especially like, if you were, like, snow skiing and then you got in there. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, snap. Hey, you wow. can have your cups of hot cocoa. I'm sitting in mine. You just bring <laughs> bags of marshmallows with you and just... Yes. Look at my yes. <laughs> Um, Luke, Ian, anything? You guys see anything? Play any games lately? Uh, let me see. Nothing really new. Nothing, um, nothing too new? No. Well, we'll... Besides, I'm always watching new animes. Always. Yeah. Luke, anything new? I I saw something the other day that made me think of you. Oh, really? I saw a really cool Crisis 3 trailer. Oh. Was um, it with like a rock song? It, it was like, yeah, with, um, I can't remember what song it was, but at the end, the guy that has the bow and arrow, and he's uh, like going to shoot the monster. It it's actually cool. in, uh, I think, closed beta right now, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're not doing it? Uh, no, I haven't played the other ones no yet. I, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I've been playing Rebel Tanks lately. So. Have you ever done beta testing, Luke? Yes. Oh, you have? Sometimes, yeah. What'd you do it for? Um, most recently, World of Warplanes, which is by the same guys who make World Tanks. World Tanks, I figured. Yeah. And, um, You're a valued customer to them, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't given them too much money. But, uh, let's see. I can't think of much else. Yeah. 
some random games. Well, and for people who don't know, beta testing is when you play a video game before its release, and then you kind of give your critique of it. Give feedback, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Usually you encounter a lot of bugs. Yeah. In a welfare. But I hear it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. And you usually, I'm sure you usually play with people a little more serious about it, so you don't have as many trolls. Oh, yeah, and there's much less idiots on if it's a regular <laughs> game. Like, for example, I've, I've, I've been testing this game called Warframe recently, and it's pretty fun. You love you love games with war in the title. Just going to point that out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they are the best ones. I watched some war games the other way with Matthew Broderick from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, I figured you guys would know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's on Netflix. (laughs) Shut up, you not nerds. I know. Um, Sorry, guys. You losers who don't know nerdy stuff. Hey. (laughs) Ali Sheedy, baby. Um, Well, I want to say real quick, I had talked about the podcast on the podcast before. um, The show The Americans was coming out. Uh, and if you guys remember, it's the one about the Russian spies living oh, in yeah. the suburbs. Um, I did watch the pilot for that. And uh, one of my favorite artists uh, was working on some uh, art for that. And I saw that. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um, the pilot for it, first I got to say, definitely content warning. There was some stuff that wasn't shown but was implied and said that I was like, <laughs> I'm kind of shocked that they showed this on TV. Um, there was one line in particular when he's listening to two people make a baby, basically. Let's put it that way. And, uh, and I was like, wow, she just said that on TV. Um, so that was kind of surprising. But interesting show, definitely a, a fascinating premise uh, and some great music in there. So uh, I will probably watch a little bit more. We'll see. I'll, I'll give my updates on the Americans. But Sounds the pilot like an awesome was... idea, actually. Yeah, oh, it's a great idea for a show. And it was... The first episode already had some tension to where you were like, oh man, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. So, um, I went I went and I saw uh, the animated movie Wreck-It Ralph. Oh yeah. I was surprised. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Really? I thought it was pretty good. Did you see it? I have it's, not seen it. It was it was dang good. And it had all these like arcade game references dang good. and stuff. Like Pac-Man was in it oh, yeah. and Bowser and all that. I was oh, like, yeah. what is going on? It was, it was pretty sweet. Yeah. I loved we'll have it. to check out Wreck-It Ralph. It's in the dollar. Oh, nice. Let's go to the dollar theater. <laughs> yeah, but Tuesday, half price. Yeah, it's good. 50 cent Tuesday, boys. <laughs> I'll pay. Um, actually, I can't. Can I have some money? Uh, so, um, I think we'll go ahead and close out segment one, and uh, we'll come back with a real short segment two, and we're going to talk about community, so stay tuned for that. So we will see you there. Welcome back. We are at segment two now, and this is going to be a short one because we're not going to talk about anything in particular. We're just going to make an announcement, and that announcement is we are going to have our community episode, um, which will be, it won't be our next episode. It'll be the one after that, okay? So, oh, yeah. um, episode yes. eight, I uh, Yes, episode eight. That's correct. Next yeah. one's seven, so yeah. eight would follow. As long as kindergarten so. served me right. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we have the same cast back. We're going to have the same cast through this whole episode because we didn't want anybody else here. We no. didn't murder anybody. We didn't murder anybody. Ian's still alive. He's just rubbing his eye vigorously. You, you can right? hear it. 
So yes, we're excited uh, because we all love community in this room. I think I like it. Probably, uh, definitely in my top, probably top three comedies on TV ever. I just haven't seen enough of it. I think it's funny. It's just we'll get Ian to watch some more so he can come on and talk about it. Luke and I have seen every episode pretty much of uh, one through three. Yeah. So you've only missing two episodes of season four. That's all you're missing. Yeah. Okay. Because as of right now, season four has only had two episodes. And uh, bless you, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, you. Season four, the first episode was pretty good. It was Abed um, was worried about the study group breaking up after school. Did they and, do that before, though? I yeah, but right. it was funny because it was uh, they were going into Abed's mind, and he was fantasizing about like a regular sitcom with him with a laugh track and stuff. And so the jokes were really bad. It was kind of like watching The Big Bang Theory, actually. Oh, take that, Big Bang oh, Theory snap. fans. Because oh. Big Bang Theory is not a good show. How's that? I, th- I didn't think it was funny at all. Debate me on that. I don't think any of us here like it. Okay, no. I think Community is I ten think, times Community seen, is ten times better. I've seen only seen one episode of The yeah. Big Bang Theory. I thought it was funny. Wait a minute, well, is that the community one with, like, is much no, better. Okay, all right. Is I can live with the, that. Is The Big Bang Theory the one with the guy that's like... Sheldon. It's got yeah. super Sheldon. Here, yeah, it's about super nerds, but here's the thing. Really annoying. I I didn't come up with this. I heard somebody else say it. The Big Bang Theory is what people think of nerds. Community is what nerds think of nerds. I think uh, that's the better way yes. to put it. Yeah. And cool. also, for being nerds, the Big Bang Theory, they talk about sex way too much. That's probably why I laughed at that episode I watched. Yeah. Um, it does have Will Wheaton on there, which Luke and I have met him. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Will's a pretty nice guy. We're at Comic-Con? At Comic-Con. What? Um, guy. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I had a much better time talking to Michael Dorn, who played Worf, though. Yeah. He and well, I you, chatted it up. Yeah. We you, talked about you planes. Will Wheaton hit it on, though. Yeah, Will and I did talk for a little while. You know, I make it sound like I know him. Hey, <laughs> Will Wheaton, it's me again, Chris. Um, <laughs> like my Avenger Time shirt? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I bet he would like my Avenger Time shirt. Everybody, everybody likes it. Okay. Um, so, that episode, we're going to record on February 24th. So that is the recording date, um, but it'll be released later that week, probably like the 27th, the Wednesday, Yeah. Some uh, either Wednesday. the 27th or 28th. Yeah. Um, so we'll give you some time, uh, but if you want to tweet anything about community, you need to tweet it before the 24th, and we'll give you a heads up. Um, so that is when our community episode, and that whole <laughs> episode pretty much is going to be dedicated to community. Um, so, and Dustin, real quick, you've been watching it, yes. and you're almost done with season one. Oh, so making, far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. I yeah. can't get enough. We watch it every night. And last night, I almost peed myself. Last story. night, uh, oh. the people that Dustin and I work with. Yeah. Last night, we watched uh, Beginner Pottery, oh. which is also the episode where they take a sailing class. And I thought Dustin was going to piss his pants. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, in, oh, I remember that one. They're that in a cool. sailboat. They're practicing, but they're in a parking yeah. lot. Yes. And they yeah. tell them, like... This is, we're in the sea, so if and someone goes overboard, overboard. Yeah, Pierce goes overboard. <laughs> and so Pierce goes overboard, and she's like, we don't have time to save him. So they let him drown, and he's like crying. <laughs> in the parking lot. So They throw him a life, like a life preserver. Yeah. And then, oh. It was pretty awesome. Hilarious. So it's we'll be, hilarious. Dustin is actually just watching, he's not watching every episode, but um, he'll catch up. So Highlights. Yeah, highlights. Um, I would say, though, if you're going to watch it, Make sure you watch any of the paintball episodes. If you haven't seen it and you want to be kind of in on the discussion, watch 
basically watch almost as much of season two as you can. I think season two is the best season by far. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped because I haven't made it there yet. Yeah. Um, watch um, the Chicken Fingers episode. Uh, it's the one that uh, makes fun of Goodfellas. Watch uh, the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yes, definitely watch um, that. Watch the Clip Show episodes, which... Um, do, you, do any of you guys know what a clip show is? No. That's when they oh, take... Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that's when they take an episode, and all they do is re- remember past episodes, so they can show clips from them. And Community does this awesome thing. When they do clip episodes, they remember stuff we've never seen as an audience. So they don't show clips from old episodes. Oh. They show brand new clips, oh. but they're remembering. So... Um, that really confused me when I Yeah, yeah, because there's one, there's a clip episode where they talk a lot about St. Patrick's Day, and you're sitting there going, there was no St. Patrick's ep- episode, like no St. Patrick's yeah, Day episode. It makes an actual world. Yeah. Um, it's good. So, oh, and I think Dustin really likes, one thing I like about Community that I think he really likes too is all the background characters, like Starburns and Leonard, Starburns. the old oh. man. Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard cracks Dustin up yeah, for some reason. Funny. Anyway, so... Um, Watch as much as you can. Uh, don't don't overindulge, or I don't know if you have time. Watch yeah, a lot of community. Why not? If you yeah. haven't seen it, please give it a chance. It's and, on Hulu, right? Yeah. And to be honest, I wasn't crazy about um, the beginning of the first season. I didn't get into it until I saw the Chicken Fingers episode. I think that's when I was really like, okay, this is an amazing show. Um, which Dustin, you have you? We could watch that one tonight. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, so catch up on your community. We showed it to Mr. Hall for the first time last night. Yeah, our, and, our coworkers. And, and he, like so many other people, didn't know when it came on or much about it. And I don't know why it is with that show. It's so good. But a lot of people don't know about it. So uh, it comes on NBC on Thursday nights. I think it's 7. Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh, that's going to be our community marathon. So February 24th is when we're going to record that. So start watching your community. Tweet us some questions, comments stuff you love about it and uh that'll be that'll be a great episode at created well, listen at created listen thank you dustin yes. and uh ian we'll get you to watch some i know you've seen a little bit but yeah. we'll get you to watch some more all right so that is segment two short and sweet luke i think you like that yeah all right our next segment will be our our valentine's relationship this discussion fictional relationships so we will Whoa. see you there back segment Yay. three it's nothing but the fellas but we're going to talk about relationships nothing but the fellas should be a <laughs> so song. It'll, it'll be male perspective on relationships <laughs> and i think we're going to end up talking about more than we've already discussed before recording so um we're just going to start it off and we're going to talk about relationships and anti-relationships yeah. as well and what we mean by that is like traditional couples um and then we'll talk about anti-relationships which is um Basically, like, hero and villain, basically, is a good yeah, way to put yeah. it. Um, nemesis. Nemesi. Yes. Arch so, nemesis. Arch nemesis. And everyone's still here. Dustin, Luke, Ian. Hell oh, yeah. I am uh, not here, but uh, I'm still talking. Who's, so. what, where's this voice coming from, guys? <laughs> it's crazy. It's from, disembodied. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm going to take a moment, because I just can't help but not say it. Because, what, like, two episodes ago, Dustin was picking at a wart? Yes. 
And now oh, tonight is tonight. Dustin has been walking out of the room so he can fart because that's yeah. how bad his fart okay. is. <laughs> all of my fans, all of my fans. I'm gonna lose any of my fans from Planet uh, Jefferson. <laughs> The Jefferson Planet with the Jeffersons, they moved up onto the east side of the universe, didn't what? they? Yes. Moving on up. Moving <laughs> on up. To the east side. No, All right. I, I, but yes. Real quick about the warts. So, uh, I oh froze it. Oh, how's that going? Now we're getting well, look. Let's okay. see a wart. No, it's completely gone. They're both gone. I'm very proud. Thank Luke, you. I promise this show will be under an hour. So, okay. Now Dustin's clapping. All right. All right. So, I'm going to go first. And I'm going to start with the traditional one. And, and we can mix it up if you want to do a traditional or an anti, whatever. I, I don't care because we're just going to have a kind of open discussion about yeah. this. But I'll, I'll go first and I'll kind of moderate so that we can make sure we hit all the ones we want to. But traditional couple, my first one is going to be Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic uh, from the Fantastic Four. Um, which if you've only seen the movies, you have a poor, poor uh, <laughs> portrait I'm going to say that Sorry, twice. Poor, poor portrait of poor, the Fantastic Four. Yes. Um, just because, first of all, they shouldn't have had Jessica Alba, and this is weird saying this, but Susan Storm, uh, or Susan Richards after she marries Reed, needs to be like Miss America style, like blonde homemaker, um, and Jessica Alba's not that. Anyways, um, the reason I like them is, I was telling Dustin and Luke this earlier, um, the Fantastic Four have been around since, I think, the early 60s? And kind of a breakthrough comic book. Um, it takes place um, in New York, like the actual New York City, because Stan Lee lived there. So he put, you know, real buildings, real streets, all that kind of stuff. And people liked that. Um, and so he had a, a pretty realistic couple, although the problem was back in the day, Susan was very dumb and Reed was very smart. Because if you know anything about Reed Richards, he's a genius, if you don't know that. Um, and so, but as they expanded the comic and Susan and Reed got married and eventually they had kids, there's not many comic books and there's not a lot of stuff in fiction where, you know, the Fantastic Four is still around today. They're still writing that comic. Um, they've been married, you know, in the real world that long and they have kids and they run a family and they have a life, um, but they're very much in love. And the only thing that really can tear Reed away from being Mr. Super Scientist is his wife and his kids. Um, so I kind of like the family aspect of it. And they, they bring in, they have a lot of money, and they have a, a giant building in downtown New York. So they bring in uh, all sorts of orphans where they live, and they do a lot of charitable work. And so I just, I think that's very cool. Um, it it, it turns out I know nothing about the fantastic <laughs> I guess not. This is deep Same stuff. Man. It's deep stuff, it. yeah. It's kind of like you're, uh, you're narrating a novel. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, way to go. Well, I, I thought about this a lot, and I, and I wanted to do one that really spoke to me. And that one... Um, because as a writer, I know one thing that an old saying, I guess, is um, pretty much the story ends when they get married because then there's nothing interesting left to say when you write a story. You notice that in every movie and every book, right? They, they get married and live happily ever after, right? right. Well, then what comes after? Um, and most people think that's boring. I think, I think you can do something interesting with a married couple in fiction and keep it running, and the Fantastic Four is proof. Um, so... That is my my traditional. I'll I'll come down off my soapbox with that. Thank you, thank you. So wake up, Luke. Yes. All right, Luke. I know you're only going to do anti relationships. So yes. Luke, give us an anti relationship. Wow. Okay, Shell and Glados mm -hmm. from the Portal series. That's yep. good. Portal series of video games. Yes. Yeah. They have a 
great relationship going on. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of hate there. Well, and yeah. and tell us what they are, because some people who haven't played no. the games, they might not know. Well, Shell is the character you play. Mm-hmm. You know, you, she's got the portal gun and all that. And right. GLaDOS is the evil computer that's trying to kill <laughs> you. Yes. But what's interesting, though, when, you know, after Portal happens, you know, Portal 2, it, uh, GLaDOS keeps Shell alive. Because mm-hmm. GLaDOS is bored, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's only got, let's see, she made some robots to test with later. Right. You know, those are boring mm-hmm. as well. Because basically GLaDOS, right, is the the facilitator of an abandoned giant scientific playground yeah. of a she testing center. everybody there. So. Oh, did she? I didn't know that part. Yes. You okay. Didn't she, that? No. You never played Portal Okay, well, we'll go through a brief history here. Um, <laughs> right. What happened was um, they, 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 they created her. Yeah. She got control of the neurotoxins. Uh, oh, and flooded okay. the entire lab with neurotoxins. Gotcha. Killed everybody except for this one guy named but, Batman who somehow got away. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I love you so much right now, Luke. You, you know this. <laughs> no, so no, many bro. people I've talked Luke, to. Luke and Ian are geeking out on each other. And <laughs> Dustin looks so confused. He's just playing with his beard. I know. Trying I not to no fart. no idea what's going and, on. It's okay. Well, and Luke, no, but, you know, one thing I love about it, because I have played the two Portal video games. You and you and Ian know more than me. But um, you, you have GLaDOS who wants to run tests, so she needs somebody to run her tests. Yes. And her only worthy opponent is Chell, right? Yeah, because she's killed everybody else. Yeah. And, and Shell is, I think she was the last one available. Gotcha. Oh, so, snap. well, uh, actually, no, she she wasn't the last one. There was a bunch of other ones, but I don't know what happened to those. Right. I guess they might all. They, they I do know that they all died. Uh, from between. maybe they died testing or something. No, no. What happened when you first play Portal Two at the yeah. beginning? Yeah. You know all those uh, other. Oh, okay. Gotcha. See gotcha. the the whole the whole facility shut and lost power for several decades. And she is the only one spared. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, Chell, Chell just has insane amounts of luck, too. It's well, just, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I, she was spared because, uh, again, Ratman uh, channeled mm-hmm. all the uh, laboratories reserve power to powering that one uh, uh, gotcha. stasis chamber. So, and, yeah. and, and people who don't know Ratman, he was a... Or he's tell a, us who he is. He's a schizophrenic uh, scientist that escaped GLaDOS. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and so he runs. And he, the, he, he made he made all the paintings that you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, and he's like the, the resistance, basically. Yes. Yeah. But he's. We don't he kind of went crazy. Alive, yeah. Right. right. We, we we think he died. Uh-huh. Um, before Portal Two happened. Actually, well, and around there. Let's talk about the actual relationship, though, because yeah. I love Portal and Portal Two have some of the best writing in any video game ever. I love it. Like the dialogue is hilarious. It really yes. is funny, and Glados. Is always saying things to Chell about like um, her weight. Yeah, her yes. weight. Yeah, yes. and, and she like she's talking about like the lift won't carry her because yeah. of how dense Let me she is. It. Yeah, yeah, and um, but eventually I in Portal a few Two, more zeros too. yeah, yeah, I love it. And eventually in Portal Two, spoiler alert, um, you have to team up with Glados as yes. Chell. And, and, and then uh, and there's one one part where uh, they meet Wheatley, and he, yeah. he makes a joke about her being fat. Yeah. <laughs> um, the game tricks you whenever you meet Wheatley. It's like Wheatley's like, here, try and say apple, and you're like space bar to like jump, and then you hit space <laughs> and you jump, and he's like, that's not apple. That's not. 
Well, Joel and Kane. it's yeah. kind of, it almost reminds me of like the Marx Brothers, and I know that's kind of obscure to compare Portal to the Marx Brothers, but Harpo Marx was like the trickster who did all the f- physical comedy, and then like Groucho and Chepo did like, you know, they had stuff they said, one-liners and everything, and GLaDOS is very much that way. She like does the one-liners and tries to set stuff, set stuff up, and then Chell comes in and ruins everything, because she doesn't talk. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have the one person saying funny stuff and trying to keep things in order, and then you have the sp- the wrench and the spoke, Chell, yeah. mm-hmm. going through, and that's kind of like their relationship. And that's what makes the game really funny, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Portal is definitely now, awesome. Now, Ian, I know you wanted to tag something on that one. You yes. want to go ahead and talk about this? Yes, definitely. Um, I, I, while playing the game, there's definitely a few relationships you make. I mean, with Wheatley and with... Gladys. And Wheatley's another robot. Yeah, Just so people know. Mm-hmm. Wheatley's mentally retarded. Who helps out, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wheatley's hilarious. But in Portal 1, you... There's this... There's this... Um, there's these things called test cubes, and they they help you solve, like, the different test chambers. Like, you're supposed to use them to put them on buttons and then go do different things. Right. But there's this one test cube you get, and it has a little heart on it. Like, it's... It has pink edges and a little heart on it. Like that's so attached. No, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, because Gladys can't get anything out of Chell, I think she does this on purpose. Gladys is like a girl, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's a female AI. Yeah. yeah. I think the Gladys did this on purpose because uh, she was trying to make Chell attached to something. So she makes this companion cube with a heart on it. And you, a lot of times the cubes, the normal ones, you have to destroy and you get rid of them and they get vaporized or different things. Right. But this cube you keep for like like three chambers. Three or four levels, yeah. And you're like really happy about it. And then for no reason at all, Gladys makes this like vaporization like hole appear. No, it's like, no, no, it's no a, kill it's it. A, it's an incinerator. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a yeah. furnace. Yeah. yeah. And, and to you get have to go to, burn it. You, yeah. have you have to go kill your companion cube. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and it's a pretty makes, funny part yeah. of the game. She makes a huge deal out of it. She's like, you have to kill your best friend. Hope you feel great. That's, and it's like the only way you can get through the level. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a relationship. Right. Dustin looks like he's about to shoot himself. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Dustin, why don't you go ahead and do one? I'm excited for this. Okay, so, you know, I don't know much about this kind of stuff. But if you guys heard my top five, you your heard that uh, the TV show Duck Dynasty was yep. on my top five. So... My relationship is going to be with Phil and Miss K, so... <laughs> you know, that's sounding wrong. Whoa, it's, Luke's, saying it's, Luke's saying it sounds like you have a relationship with those two. I kind of I do. do. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, so Duck Dynasty, Phil, he's an old... He's like the Duck Commander. Right. And, um, well, he put all the patents on those Duck calls, Yeah, right? he like yeah. started the company. <laughs> um, he's the patriarch. Anyways, he's... An awesome guy. He's an older guy. He has a beard down to like, I don't know, mid chest. And uh, but he's really awesome. He's really laid back. But his wife, Miss Kay, she's like the typical like Southern Belle lady. And it's funny during the show they always talk about like he'll go squirrel hunting and come home and like give her the squirrel brains and she'll make like squirrel brains stew or something. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But there's one episode that they're like throughout the whole. The whole show, they're like, I don't know, typical Southern family hospitality, but right. they're shopping for a mattress in one episode. <laughs> yeah, and they're with their son, which is like the main the main guy. Uh, he's actually the owner now, 
But um, they're with their son looking for a mattress, and they're testing out the mattresses, and they start to like cuddle up together and start spooning. They spoon on the mattress. Uh, they spoon on the mattress. And with their oh adult son there. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. But, yeah. It's, I was excited you were going to do this one, too, because people that know us know that um, if you haven't seen Duck Dynasty, you need to watch Phil and Miss Kay just because Phil and Miss Kay are exactly like Jimmy and Beth Darnell. Yes. If you know oh those gosh. people. Yes. Because Phil and Miss Kay are from East Texas and Louisiana, just like Jimmy right. and Beth. And, like, they're both God-loving woodsmen people. Like, right. Jimmy yeah. loves to hunt, just like Phil. And Miss Kay cooks everything he brings home. And Beth cooks everything Jimmy brings home. So it cracks me up thinking about, like, we pretty much know a, um, a Phil a and Miss Kay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say uh, real life, but Phil and Miss Kay are real people. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, Phil, he's a hunter guy. He actually, in college, um, had the chance to play professional football. He started... Oh, wow. He was Terry Bradshaw, which is like one of the greatest quarterbacks. Even, I know who Terry Bradshaw is mainly because of the commercials. He started He's over Terry on. Bradshaw. And, Are you and, serious? In college, and when it came time for the NFL draft, he says, "No, I can't play pro football because it interferes with turkey season." So. Are you serious? No way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a hunter. Pretty cool. So. All right. Feeling Miss K. That's all I have. All right. It's getting mushy in here. Mushy, mushy, whatever. Mushu the dragon Mushu. from Mulan. Mulan. <laughs> Mushroom, Mr. Stave Puff, Marshmallow. All right. Now that I've worked the kinks out. Um, I'm going to do an anti-relationship, and I'm excited about this one. I'm going to do Sarah Connor and the Terminator from the Terminator <laughs> movies. Which Okay, I know Luke hasn't seen any. Luke, or Ian, have you seen any Terminator um, movies? One of the old ones. One of the old ones. Okay. Dustin, you've seen them, right? Okay. So if you don't know, um, which even people who haven't seen them, I think, know this. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the Terminator in the original movies. Wait, what? No. Yeah, I know. And uh, Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton, um, who actually, she's one of my favorite, like, sci-fi or fictional heroines. And she she's the mother of John Connor, who's going to lead. And I think this is such a great plot line. It's all about the mother of who the man who is going to lead the resistance against the machines. So who's going to save mankind, right? right? So it's kind of an interesting thing. And... The father isn't really in the picture, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the Terminator movies, it's um, someone comes back, or someone comes from the future, and that's how she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Terminator, I know, it's in the first movie. The first movie's a, really an interesting script. Yeah. Um, but the Terminator kind of is the abusive father, you could almost say, <laughs> in the relationship. Because he's the only steady man who keeps coming back. And at first, he's a villain. In Terminator 1, he's trying to kill her and the unborn child inside of her, right? right? And then, so it's kind of like the dad coming be, coming back and being like, you know, I want my baby or I want to be in his life or whatever. And then in the next one, he turns a new leaf and he's protecting John Connor. Right. And so it is kind of this messed up relationship between the woman and, and this machine that's trying to kill her, then it's trying to protect her and her son. <laughs> and, you know, people think she's crazy because she thinks she made stuff up and everything, but, you know, Schwarzenegger's real, obviously. Um, <laughs> so Terminator 1 and 2 um, are, are really some interesting sci-fi movies, but I think the, I like the idea of them more than the execution. Um, right. But that's, that's just, to me, an interesting kind of anti-relationship is... Nice. Uh, I didn't actually think of it when you said it, but now that you said it, I think it's... Yeah, yeah. Well, really it, he is kind of like the father. Exactly. You know? yeah. And 
are kind of like enemies, or you can yeah. see like the. And I think there's a line about that, and unfortunately, it's in Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, which is not a good one. And um, he, John Connor, says something. He looks at Schwarzenegger and he's like, "Can you believe this is the closest thing I ever had to a dad?" You know. Oh, yeah. What were you saying, Dustin? Oh, uh, no, I was saying. And now that you mention it, it is actually like there's so much tension between yeah. Sarah Connor and Terminator. Yeah. And it's and you know, I think it was very deliberate to pick like this macho man who's gonna come back. Um and then it what a what a great twist too to have first he's the villain, then he's the then he's the hero. Uh exactly. in the next movie. Ian, did you wanna say That's something? Cool. About Terminator? Yeah, or about No, I don't really about have anything this. to say about oh, okay. it. I just realized okay. I have a great anti relationship. Oh nice. nice. Like, what? We're doing well, more anti relationships. Oh, we're gonna end up doing more anti relationships yeah. and I'll I'll close this with a good real relationship. Okay. Um Luke, I know you got one you want to do. You put it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Um, Batman and the Joker. Batman and the Joker. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah. man. And I don't know if that's an anti-relationship or a real Yeah, relationship. I know. You know? That's what like... I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, that's it's very difficult to tell. Yeah. They need each other. I mean, yeah, the, the Joker can't function without Yeah, Batman. I still don't have my head around the yeah. Joker completely. Because he's like, I'm going to kill Batman. You can't ever have the... <laughs> head around him completely. Yeah. He's and like, I'm going to kill Batman. And I'm then he's like, will never be able to kill Batman. I can't do it. And Luke, I think your favorite, definitely your favorite part of, or your your favorite version of the Joker is from The Dark Knight, right? Yes. Yeah. The Heath Ledger. The I think that's one. the only version I really have, though. Well, you've seen um, the I movie have, we I talked about before. Too, yeah. But, you know, that's, that's, that's a, at the end of that long right. relationship, so it's not right. really a good, good. source. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you haven't, we, I was telling you earlier, you and I were riding in the car today and I was talking to you about just some of the comics and stuff. So I, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Like there's definitely lots of stuff where the Joker wants to do everything but hurt Batman. So he'll hurt everything around him, attack Commissioner Gordon, attack Batgirl, attack Robin. Um, what, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a famous story of where the Joker killed one of the robins with a crowbar and that was pretty messed up yeah um there's a cartoon movie that uh called under the red hood Mm -hmm. it's actually a really good movie um and so really the joker almost just to keep batman's attention will do anything to mess up batman's world except for hurt the batman himself um which is kind of like a love hate relationship you know like don't leave my life but yeah it's like a dysfunctional relationship yeah it is um, Ian? Yeah. Okay. You're going to do an anti Okay, I'm going to do a legitimate <laughs> relationship, and I'll save my answer. Okay, all right, all right. it's a really right. good one. Um, what's it called? Uh, I guess first off, for a real relationship, uh, I'll go with um, the little anime series that got really popular, uh, Avatar. Ah, yes. Last Airbender. Um, Aang and Katara. Aang they're, and Katara. They're pretty legitimate there at the end. Uh, yep. Oops, spoiler. Anyways, you haven't seen it. I mean, <laughs> I think you, if you see the first episode, you know what's going on. No, I seriously, and that's the thing. Like, from the first episode, they just, like, look at each other, and then you're like, oh, snap. No. And then they, like, the show just pats it out, pats out that flame. <laughs> and then later it comes back, and you're like, yeah. You're really great now, with I think, descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, pats out the flame. It's like this, boom, bam, pow. Um, I think 
Dustin might kind of like Avatar, but Luke, I don't think you've seen any of it, have you? No. no I think way. you. I think you would really like it. Really? It is. It is a pretty good. It is a cartoon show, which I know you're not as big on. Well, I'm. I'm very skeptical. I'm yeah. Skeptical. Of um, I was skeptical of it at first, but Ian and really his older sister and some of her friends convinced me to watch it, and I loved it. I was nuts it's about good. it. Yeah. I just think firebenders are the cheapest things on earth because they don't have to use anything they can just make fire, fire out of out of thin and air and everybody else has to have their stuff that's the only thing um <laughs> well ang and katara let's talk about this real quick okay. um ang really my only problem with that relationship is i feel like katara puts in more than ang does because no. ang's ang's a boy you know and katara is like a young woman i was thinking the opposite no, because Aang has a crush, but he's just like, you know, you do all the romantic work. I just have a big crush on you, and I'm going to like you when it's convenient. And Katara is, she's the matron who take makes sure that, like, everybody eats, because they're on this yeah, adventure yeah. together, and they're teenagers. And she, you know, does a good job of taking care of her and her brother and the two crazy but, animals with no, them. Which I love Appa, just real, for the record. The, oh, my gosh. Appa's want, a flying bison. I want a flying bison. Awesome. <laughs> no, okay, but real quick. Yeah. On that, I I disagree because there's a full episode, like it's the one like the first time they attack the Fire Nation, and they're about to go into that battle, and Aang's like he's like you know what I'm gonna talk to Katara, I'm gonna tell her my feelings. Yeah. So he goes to her and he's like, hey, you know, he's like, I like you and stuff. I don't really remember all the dialogue, but he kisses her and then he flies away without her talking to him. And then later, yeah. like after that episode, um, she's like, I didn't like that. Because we distract each other from our mission. Ah, uh, yeah. No, he put and like there's this episode that. with a cave where they kiss in the cave. Yep, and, I remember that one. Anyways, uh, secret tunnels. See, oh my god, <laughs> go on YouTube. Even if you don't want to watch Avatar, go on YouTube and watch Secret Tunnel Avatar. <laughs> I love that song. It's really good. But this, that's yeah. that's my relationship. That's a good it, one. In the end of it, spoiler. They're, they're together, and it's, it's yeah. happy. And then in Avatar Legend of Korra, you learn more about what happened. Oh, definitely. Um, I, yeah, which we won't did talk they, about that. Did they put out more of that, anyways? Uh, I don't know, but I definitely want to talk about Legend of Korra at some point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, Dustin, do you have any more? I, uh, I can't think of any more. Okay. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> He's Dustin does one. How about Dustin and the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. Dustin and Chris. Or Dustin and Chris. Oh, snap! I have an entire relationship. I'm just gonna anti, say what is, this is what is it? an anti-relationship. Yes. Yeah. What is it? The Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God! Here we oh, go. Oh, and the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, how about I got one? How about Tony Romo and his own teammates? Yes. Because he can't throw one. the ball wow. to him. Wow. If y'all don't know, Tony Romo throws more interceptions than like anybody ever. Yeah, he is the worst. the worst. He can't throw to his own team. Okay. That's wow. enough. I, right. I love you, Cowboys. <laughs> I love you, Cowboys. I have a real quick anti-relationship. It's like two seconds. Yeah, do it. SpongeBob and Squidward. Oh, that's yeah. that's, that's yeah. a pretty what good one. That's a very that? good no, because yeah. SpongeBob's not even aware of it. He's just <laughs> Wait. Squidward. All right, he, he loves Squidward. <laughs> favorite? Uh, I'm gonna look at Luke and Ian. What's your favorite like SpongeBob and Squidward moment? Because I have mine. I know. Okay, I got mine. All right. Okay. Well, it, they, they're out, they got to deliver this pizza. <laughs> oh, the Krusty Krab pizza! Yeah. Oh my god, I love that one. <laughs> and, and, and they're all out in the desert. <laughs> Squidward's trying to get Spongebob to eat the pizzas. Uh, yeah. Squidward's being grumpy Squidward. But when they finally get to the customer's house, yep. the customer completely rejects it because, where's my drink? Oh, yeah, they forget his drink. And then Spongebob just melts down, and Squidward it goes and 
plants the pizza in the guy's <laughs> It throws face. the pizza that, in the guy's face. Like, yeah. That was pretty awesome. He stood up for SpongeBob. Yeah. Even though he annoyed him so much. And again, go on YouTube and watch the Krusty Krab Pizza song. <laughs> When he's like, the Krusty Krab pizza, pizza. is yeah, the yeah, pizza, pizza for you and me. Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, Do you all I have, have a, 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 a SpongeBob Squidward moment? Do it. It's like a SpongeBob Squidward and Patrick moment because they get stranded out in like like this forest of like kelp. Yeah. And they're in the middle of it. And Patrick and SpongeBob have this magic conch that they keep. Yes. Like it has like a rope I remember it. this. And like they pull it and it'll tell, tell them things to do and they'll and just do it. So like, it's like. Where should we go? What should we do, Magic Constant? They pull the string and it's like, nothing. So Magic Constant and Spongebob just sit there. And like, it's, it's more of Squidward reacting, like just insane. And Spongebob has like these moments where it'll get really close to someone's face and it'll yes. be all detailed and just yeah. does it. Those are my favorite. Dustin has one. This is actually a really, like a love relationship. Oh, wait, wait. Before you do that, I want to do a Spongebob Squidward moment. That, that's, that's oh, okay. okay. It's actually awesome, all I right. think. Because it's not hate at all. But anyways, so Squidward moves away to the town to where there's like nothing but Squidward. Oh, yes! Oh, that's my okay. favorite. That's Correct a good me one. if I'm wrong. I don't remember. I think I remember how it ends, but like he goes and he's like, this is awesome. They all do the same thing. They all everything shout. is catered to Squidward, which <laughs> exactly. is like being real s- snooty and Exactly. Uppity. And yeah. he loves it at first. And then as it goes on, he begins to like not like it. And then at the end, he hates it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure... He's like, this sucks, and he wants to go home, and he goes home, and he's, like, excited to see Spongebob. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa. He gets the, I remember he gets a reef blower, which is, like, a leaf blower, and he starts playing with it, and you're like, that guy's playing with a reef blower. He was, like, blowing his stuff around. Have you not seen that one, Luke? No. It's pretty funny. And Spongebob goes to break him out. Actually, yeah, that's what Um, it is. Okay, mine is when, opposite day, when Spongebob is playing Squidward. For the realtor, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. They have a they have a realtor come over, and one of my favorite parts is SpongeBob's playing the clarinet for the realtor, and she, he goes, bing, 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 and it sounds awful. And she goes, I really don't want to hear another, but it's opposite day, and he goes, Okay, I hear you, and she's like, Thank you, that's enough. <laughs> I'm like that is awesome, and they keep being like, I'm Squidward, and they keep. Yeah. I have one more, and it's another love moment. Between. Okay. Uh, Spongebob and Squidward and it's like the band episode and Squidward is talking to like his friend from high school that's like rich. oh and he, he's trying to impress him yeah he's yeah. trying to impress sure. him and they he's like, like a big uh, like a big show right yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. called the bubble bowl yeah and like uh, it's the super bowl sometimes this happens in Spongebob but it'll like go to real world and there'll be actual people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, no it, a lot of stuff happens and then the band fails obviously because Squidward can't Everything and all of the people in Bikini Bottom suck. Uh, but and then uh, Squidward gets all sad and runs away, and SpongeBob's like, "We got to do this, guys." So then the, the day of the in. yeah, the day of the concert comes, and they're all like amazing at it, and uh, yeah, and, SpongeBob like, saves the day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. For Squidward. Nice. Um, Man, I love SpongeBob. I've got a, a few more I want to try and do. We'll try and more. wrap up. Um, so, gosh, I didn't think about which one I want to do next, though. Okay, I'll go ahead and do this one. This is a real relationship. Um, none of y'all have seen Cowboy Bebop, I don't think. I've heard about which, it. Um, a lot about it. Yeah, it's it's probably my favorite anime. It's only like 25 episodes, and each one is just so good. Uh, I'm crazy about that show. But something pretty cool about it, the main character is this kind of tough guy, um, bounty hunter, uh, Spike. And you see a lot of stuff about his old girlfriend, Juliet. And he was in a crime syndicate, and when he tried to get out, 
Um, they came to kill him and, and killed her, which is kind of a cliche story. But all this stuff you see of his past with her just seems like a, a good relationship, you know? And just kind of them in their glory days and everything. And it's one of those things where you don't see a lot of it, but when you do, it's it's actually pretty, like, moving, you know? Mm. Um, so just an interesting relationship, especially in a show like that where um, it can kind of come out of nowhere. But there are episodes of that show where, like, I'm on the verge of tears because it really <laughs> is um, one of... One of the best written cartoon shows I've ever seen. Really? I can put it that way. Yeah, um, has some great episodes. So, yeah. I have a I have a legitimate. Um, Let me see if Luke has any more. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I thought Luke was done. I okay. have like three left, and two of them really small. So I'll, I'll do. All right, do them quick. Uh, the first, um, this one I wanted to touch on just because I had to nerd out for a minute. Yeah, I'm really still new into watching anime and stuff. But uh, there's this anime called Eureka 7. Yeah. And I'll try and explain it to you guys sort of quick. Right. Um, and it's like in a world where there's these robots called LFOs and um, other things that like Elmo. people ride in. LMOs. LFOs. Okay. Bert Nernikins. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Anyways. So there's these things called LFOs and there's this kid. Um, and you get to meet him and he's living with his grandfather... And uh, there's this, there's like this sport slash like, I don't know, hobby called lifting. And it's like, in this world, there's like a new like layer of like air or something called tapar. Yeah. And there's these special boards that like hover on the tapar. But the thing is, tapar like comes like weather does. So there'll be good days where there's good waves huh. and bad days where you can't yeah. do it. But you have to have tapar to be able to, to glide around. Yeah. And... There's this whole thing with this group called Gecko State, and this kid's a real big nerd about it. He's like, I love Gecko State, you know, the leader of Gecko State. Uh, oh, what's the, what's his name? Oh, my goodness. The leader of Gecko State. It sounds State. so like an anime. No. It's so no. an anime. You know, I up. love Gecko State. <laughs> no, no. But he's really into Gecko State, and uh, Gecko State. one day, yeah, it's, it's, okay. Uh, so who's the relationship, though? The relationship, here it comes. Yeah, okay. Um, it's the Geico Gecko State. Oh it's cheap insurance. You're already making fun so of it. Already making fun of it. The Elmo thing, really. Okay. It's a bad It's a bad, bad air day. It's a, not a bad hair day, a bad air day. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. That's an inside joke, sort of. You guys done? Yeah. Yep. Go. You sure? Okay. You better thanks. hurry, though. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go slow as I want. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So he's a big nerd about Gecko State and what they do. They're like little rebels that fly around the ship. Okay. Yeah. And they lift all the time. And they have a magazine called Ray Equals Out. Anyways. Keep going. He's a big nerd about him. And one night, he's like, man, my life is going nowhere, blah, 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 blah. And then this LFO crashes into, like, the side of his room. And this girl steps out. And the thing is, he looks at the LFO and he's like, I've never seen this LFO before. Like, there's certain types. Like, there's KLFs and LFOs. Anyways, this girl crashes and she gets out and she's like, I need help, blah, 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 blah. And her name's Eureka. And later the story goes on to where you figure out um, that she's actually not human, but there's these creatures that, like, live in the earth and they're trying to communicate with humans. But anyways... um, I just think Eureka and Renton, that's such a great relationship they have. There you go. Really short and simple. All right. They're pretty great. And hey, then... I think Dustin and Luke are done, so why don't you and I go back and forth, Ian. Okay, I'm good. And I'm, I'll, uh, I'll do a quick one. Um, <laughs> quick one I was going to do kind of anti-relationship, but also kind of relationship bromance, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, Professor X and Magneto. 
Yes. And uh, watch X-Men First Class, really, yeah. is all I'm going to say on that one, is um, it's, you know, they're they're kind of working the two different sides of uh, trying to be mutants in the world. So, all right, your turn. Here we go. Everybody's going to love this. Yeah. Uh, Ash Ketchum and the uh, Team Rocket. And Team, uh, I was going to say Ash Ketchum and Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh, or Super, I... Superman and Crypto, his dog. True. There's some good stories there. I didn't, yeah, um, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Anyways, no, but yeah. But yeah. Team Rocket and right. freaking Ash Ketchum, you just right. love it. Uh, I had one other legitimate... <laughs> okay, wait, I have an anti-one, real quick. Do it. Finn the Human and the Ice King. No, Finn and Jake, are you kidding Finn me? Jake, is it both the bromance. between had... The bromance between Finn and Jake is totally awesome. missed it. Yeah. No, I didn't, no. No, then it's almost as good. It's no. almost as good as the bromance of Troy and Abed. Which no, I'm talking about. Like, I'm stealing your turn. Troy and Abed have an awesome bromance. Oh, oh, anti. All right. So Finn and Jake and the Ice King. Yes. They kind of have an anti thing, but Finn and Jake are just really sweet sometimes, like genuine moments. That yeah, they have that's true. Them. That's but true. Anyways, I always love that. Like how they're nice to him, but they hate him, and they ground him sometimes. Two of my favorite bromances are. Finn and Jake, and then Troy and Abed. Yeah. Uh, but Troy and Abed's the best best bromance ever. Except for, maybe this other one I'm going to do real quick. Um, and it's kind of three people. It's um, Mystery Science Theater. It's oh. uh, it's Tom yeah. Servo, Crow-T Robot, up? and Joel, or um, what's the other guy's name? Anyways, it's, it's the, a man and his two robots, basically, that have yes. to watch bad <laughs> movies together. And I love... I've told people before, and I'll tell it on the podcast, when I go to heaven, if I get some sort of house, um, or if I have any time where we're not just worshiping God, um, <laughs> which I know, I know, I, this makes it sound bad, but basically when I'm going to go to heaven, something I really want is my own Tom Servo and Crow robot, wow. just to hang out with wow. me as my friends, because I'll... they are so much fun on the show, I just want to be around them. <laughs> I'm going to point something out to everybody listening right now. Yes. Chris has this like shelf full yes. of DVDs and CDs, and he's been examining them, trying to think of I've new been, relationships. Yes. I've yep. seen him. Oh, oh, I got a good one. I don't know how we didn't think of this, Luke. Penny and Desmond. Yeah, I was about to say that. Ah, uh, all right. Oh, there's lost CDs over there. Yeah, I, I looked over there and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, uh, John Locke and John Locke. Oh. <gasps> Whoa. That's pretty good. That's a good one. That's Wait a minute. Pre- okay. Luke, you just went deep. Yes, you just did. went deep. All right. We but have... on the traditional level, Penny and Desmond, one of my favorite fictional romances. Yes. It really is good, the way they do it. Desmond it's, is. Yeah. Awesome. Just um, and Son and Jen. Pretty good relationship. Um, rocky tragic. relation. Yeah, tragic and rocky, but <laughs> a relationship nonetheless. Uh, um, Hurley and food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I went yes. there. No. Um, let's see. Keep thinking Linus had some sort of thing. Well, Ben and his daughter, kind of. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, Benjamin Linus and his daughter Alex. Kind of an interesting relationship. Um, all right. Closing thoughts before I do my last one. Um, or anything just else? Just really quick. Super quick. I had to do it. The Walking yes. Dead. Rick <laughs> and his wife. Okay, there you go. No, they're terrible. Are I you know, kidding me? I know. That's an anti-relationship. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm uh, just saying. I'm I just got saying. two. It was name. Real yeah, I do. Uh, Data and Jordy from Star Trek. Oh, oh no way. awesome romance. You yes. suck, man. And a robot that, that has a best friend. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, uh, Picard and Beverly Crusher. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good. One. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I and I knew as soon as we got talking about. It. All right, this is the last one we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do an old school one. Cupid and Psych. 
from Greek mythology, but basically the version I'm pulling from is C.S. Lewis's Till We Have Faces. Um, that is one of the best books on the supernatural that is a fictional story, um, but based on Greek mythology. And Cupid Psyche is the famous myth about, you know, how Cupid fell in love with, like, a real princess or whatever um, and made her kind of godlike. But the way C.S. Lewis handles it and just the way it's this girl in love, you can almost use it. It's kind of like Song of Solomon. You can almost use it of how, like, a Christian male should be with a woman, but also, like, your relationship with the Lord. Um, I know, I just got real deep here, didn't no, I? Yeah, you did. um, yeah. Dustin's liking this one. He, Dustin's just walking in and out of the room farting. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, well, he's, just, I, he's I not really, he hasn't been in on the conversation for a little oh, bit. Got yeah, yeah, I got really out but, of it, and I was just... But the Cupid and Psych mythology, he has to go through stuff for her, but... It's interesting because in Till We Have Faces, you learn the whole story through Sykes' sister's perspective. And so you just hear her go on and on like this girl about this perfect ideal romance, but then she realizes, her sister realizes how real it actually is. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just something pretty cool. I want to look so at that. We'll leave that. Uh, I think we'll head out on that note. So happy Valentine's to everybody, single yeah. or taken. That was a kiss <laughs> to all you guys. He is single. He wants you to know that. Single yeah. ways. Wow. Uh, single ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, like so that is episode six. We made it to six Congrats. of the Creative Listening Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Creative Listen. And uh, please stay tuned and uh, watch for updates. And watch your community, everybody. Oh, yeah. So we will see you next 24th. time. The 24th. Yeah. Bye. Bye.